Yo, 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 yo. Uh, welcome to Scholar Chips. This is Tone speaking. I'm not trying to steal Charlemagne's, uh, you know, Breakfast Club <laughs> intro. I always love when he does it in the Breakfast Club. But Larry, Larry, what's good? How are you? Yo, what's up, man? I uh, I thought that sounded familiar. I just couldn't remember from where. Uh, yeah. Charlemagne is definitely the the originator of, of so many things related to the podcast space. And really, probably a good chance just to give Miss Flowers for uh, paving the way. Oh, for sure. I read his first book, uh, Black Privilege, which I think gave me a lot of sense of pride of being black and being successful. And just hearing this story was amazing. I think he's a great storyteller. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, how, how was your week? I actually spent the week um, at a legal conference, a diverse legal conference here in Chicago. Um, basically, over 400 attorneys from across the country uh, gathered together to discuss how we can all be agents of change. Uh, in this uh, climate. Oh man, that's amazing. So, so just give us a sense of like how it feels being in a room full of like diverse attorneys, especially when like, you know, our, our we went to a PWI, our, uh, you know, business, the corporations we work at now are not diverse, like, or not as diverse as they should be. Tell me how important that is for you. Honestly, man, it was, it was empowering. I mean, I feel reinvigorated. I feel rejuvenated. I just felt like I belonged, man. It was, it was awesome. Like looking around and seeing people that are absolute beasts at what they do and they look like you. I mean, there's, there's no greater feeling, but there were so many sessions that were directly on point with what we've been discussing, even on the podcast. Right. So there was an authenticity session where, um, the lady was like, Hey, you, you are not what you wear. You are who you are. She said, however, I want you to be deliberate in your choices. We actually also talked about you know, authenticity and how it's different for us being diverse, <laughs> you know, like showing up, bringing your host up to work looks different when you're diverse. And that's obviously what we talked about in an earlier episode. Um, and then there was a session on purpose, man. And that one was super impactful because the guy was like, a lot of parents make this mistake um, when they're raising their kids. And they say, I want you to do what you love when you grow up. And he was just like, what we really should be telling our kids is I wish for you mastery because a lot of people don't get to do what they love when they grow up, but a lot of people can pursue excellence and become masters at something, which in turn, and if done right, you may end up enjoying. But, you know, I say all that to say like his, his presentation on purpose was super timely. The conference was super timely. Um, just because of all the things that we're kind of contemplating right now as early to meet your attorneys. Yeah, like today we planned on talking about, you know, purpose and what it means to have a purpose. And is it a a thing that is always fleeting? Is it something that you can do while at work? You know, it's purpose is such a a complex idea that, you know, we just wanted to take y'all on that journey with us as we discuss. Actually, before we dive in today, I just want to say thank you to everyone that's been listening uh, and providing us with feedback. Um, Definitely keep that going. And if you have any suggested topics or any comments to what we're discussing, definitely reach out to us via Instagram. You know, we're definitely trying to build the uh, Scholar Chips community up. Uh, so anything you could do to, uh, to stay locked in with us, we definitely appreciate that. But please don't DM us asking if you can see your landlord for raising the rent. <laughs> yeah. So like, when did you start wrestling with this idea of purpose? I think for the longest time, I thought my purpose had to be, you know, through my work. And now I'm getting to the point where I don't necessarily think that's true. I do, however, think we all have a higher purpose or vocation and a reason as to why we're here. 
And I think it's our duty to explore it. Um, do you think you're going to be like a lifetime attorney um, or do you have other plans in the works? No, I mean, the short, short answer is no, I don't plan on being an attorney forever. Um, I don't necessarily think that it, it uh, goes to like my purpose. Um, that's something that I'm still trying to figure out, but I don't plan on being a lawyer forever just because I don't think it serves me in the, in the long run. What about you? Uh, no, I agree with you. Um, and you kind of mentioned you're trying to figure out your purpose. I feel like we're kind of both in the same boat in that regard where um, my entire life, I've kind of had an idea of, of what was next, right? It's like, all right, you're in elementary school. It's like, you're going to middle school from middle mm -hmm. school. You're going to high school, high school. Um, you're going to college, or at least I decided to go to college. And after college, I knew, all right, law school is really something that I want to pursue. Um, but now here I am been practicing law for six years and I don't really know what's next. You know, th there's so many different ways that I can take it. I think, um, I was on social media and Adam Grant, he, he's a writer. He posted this, this thing about decisions and how, how, how one decision can lead to so many different choices in life. And it was this massive decision tree. And that's kind of how, where I think I am right now. It's like, there's so many paths to take. Um, and, and I don't know which role makes the most sense. Um, so I've been doing like my own work, trying to figure out, um, what are my core values, what I care about, um, and then ultimately, why am I here, right? Yeah. No, so you, so do you think you're able to, I guess, pursue those, those different avenues while at, you know, as a lawyer, or is it something that you think would have to be, I guess, put to the side? Yeah, so like, I mentioned, like I've been doing uh, some of the work to figure out what my purpose is, and the one word that at, at this moment is really resonating with me is I'm here to serve. Um, I do that in multiple ways. Right now, I do that as an attorney. Um, I also do it as a board member on a nonprofit. I do that in my family and in my community. Um, so I'm, I'm here to serve. Um, I think I've been blessed with certain skill sets and tools that allow me to help people, frankly. Um, the one thing I think I want to change long term is who I'm serving. And what I mean by that is, all right, right now I'm primarily serving uh, sophisticated Fortune 100 client, and I'm helping them make sure that they have um, the money and reserve that they need to uh, deliver on their financial promises to, to their stakeholders. Um, but that's not what I want to do uh, in, the, in the end, right? Like, that's not self-fulfilling for me. Like, yes, I take pride in the job well done, but it's different when you're advising a company versus when you're helping somebody that is about to lose their house and you help them keep their house. Or, you know, you... Uh, I mentioned you worked in a landlord tenant uh, clinic, mm -hmm. you know, just things like that, that um, could probably give me more satisfaction and joy than, Oh, I saved this company $2 million. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's always funny when I'm on like a, you know, billion dollar deal and it sounds, you know, that sounds sexy. It sounds enticing, but in reality, like I just did a small part of that deal, you know, and I'm not seeing any of that money besides, you know, my salary, um, but it, it is, it is tough when you're trying to figure out at this junction, right. In any profession where you've kind of set all your goals, right. I think what you're saying is like, you know, graduate middle school, graduate high school, graduate college, graduate law school, and so on. You have these goals set. And now that you have, um, you know, accomplished all these goals, it's like trying to find what's next. You're, you're exactly right. That's exactly what I'm saying in terms of, uh, 
the roadmap had pretty much been determined for me. Um, and now it's like the wild, wild west. And I don't know, I honestly don't know which way to take it. So if you're listening to this and, and you've been contemplating the same thing or, or you figured it out and you got something to share, we definitely, uh, when we post this episode, please go comment, please go um, leave a review, uh, send us an email um, because we, we are interested in hearing what you have to say about how you figured out um, your, your purpose and which uh, road to take. Um, and if you have some sort of framework that we can share with people on, on how uh, to get to where you want to go, um, that'd be helpful. I mean, this is the, this is the conversation that I'm having most often right now with uh, early to mid career uh, people. We're trying to figure out, all right, what, where do I want to be? Like, not just five years, but what does my life look like? What does my impact look like? What do I care about? Is it um, that I just want to make as much money as possible? Is it that I want to be the most known person, right? Like, is it that I really want to um, disrupt these current systems and impact change? And, and that's what I care about most. Um, we're all kind of contemplating what that looks like um, while gas prices keep going up and, and everything else. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a really... It's a really challenging time, but it's in, I'm, I'm thinking that um, it'll be extremely rewarding when we look back and we're like, damn, we, we, we got it done. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think it's I think, uh, you know, I'm having those same conversations with, you know, mentees and things like that. Um, but it's hard. It's hard for me to give them like, I guess, sound advice when I'm doing the same thing. Right. Like you only know so much. And I think in this life, you only you you build your advice, at least I build my advice off of experiences, right? Like things that I've gone through or things that I've persevered through. And the thing I always tell people that are interested in law or interested in any, any goal for that matter is definitely just try it. You know, I think, I think so if you, if you're just a man with his thoughts can kind of talk himself out of anything. Right. And I think if you are just thinking about like, well, if I do this, what will people think or what will people say? Um, I mean, for that matter, we wouldn't have started this podcast, right? Like there is courage in being uncomfortable, right? Like us kind of talking about our life, talking about things that we're going through on a day-to-day is, is pretty courageous to me because it's genuine and it's honest. And then these days you look at social media and there's so many people that are not being honest about where mm-hmm. they are, you know, or what what's going on that, you know, stock pictures for, you know, for posts later in life, you know, later, later mm-hmm. down. And it's, 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 it's unfortunate because we really have lost sight of what's real and what's fake in my, in my opinion. And I just think that, you know, us having these genuine conversations where, you know, I could say, Hey, you know, I go by tone, you know, I have a bunch of things, you know, going on in my life. Here's what it is. And here's how I'm handling it um, is important. You know, like recently, mm-hmm. recently, uh, I lost my cousin, Eric Mays, my first cousin. Um, he was 34 years old um, through a, you know, freak accident. Right. But it does kind of force me to think about what are my next moves. Right. Like it, death is always a reminder of what what can happen. You know, waking up every day and having like a purpose, having a drive is, 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 is very important to your day to day. And if you if it's hard to, you know, find that, I think death just gives you a way to reimagine it. Right. Like now I'm starting to rethink, like what exactly I want to do and how can I do it 
like now rather than you know pushing these dreams and ideas off for you know another year it just it's just unfair to me you know mm. and it can't always be because i want to work you know and i want to put food on the table and things like that i'm with you so you're saying you know because of you know because of different uh, life events that have happened um and most recently with the passing of your cousin is reminding you that you've got to be intentional about how you live Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also making you do like the, the self-work again to figure out um, what your purpose is. And so while you were talking, I was sitting there thinking, um, I know you used to always have like a book with you or you listen to all these podcasts, like what's sort of some of the best advice you found for figuring out what your purpose is? The reason I'm asking is, um, like I mentioned too earlier, um, I'm also trying to figure out what my purpose is. And um there's one framework where they talk about your reason for being, right? There's there's a Venn diagram where um, if you imagine there's one circle that says, what are you good at? There's another that says what you love doing. Uh, there's another that says what the world needs. Um, then there's the, the practical reality of having to make money. So what can you earn money from? And, and really what they're saying is your reason for being is at the intersection of all those things. And so I was wondering, um, ever since I've known you, you've always had like some kind of book or listen to some podcast or have found really good resources for figuring out um, whatever topic you were interested in. So I'm wondering how you currently um, are viewing what your purpose is and and what resources or or frameworks are you looking at? Yeah. So I'm reading this book called life on purpose. And one part that really struck me was, you know, when the author said, you know, when a man does not know the Harbor he is aiming for, no wind is the right wind. And I thought that was pretty profound because it, it kind of goes to, you know, finding your purpose. And if you don't know which way you're, you're heading towards, you know, everything's going to feel right or everything's going to feel wrong. Um, so I think when you're thinking about your purpose, you have to think about things that you envision yourself doing that gives back to something that like feeds your soul, right? Like when I worked at the not, not-for-profit, right? Like a lot of my work was you know, working with uh, ex uh, inmates, basically, like people that are just getting out of prison. Um, And the thing that I loved about that work is that I had a chance to build a relationship or mend a relationship with an ex inmate and their family. And the reason why it hit home for me is because I have a brother who's been incarcerated in and out since he was like 16. I think the longest I've ever seen him out was maybe a year. He's 37 now right? His daughters are about to graduate high school, you know? Wow. And it's like all of the the moments that he missed out on. I know when he gets home, he's going to, you know, want to build that relationship, but it's hard when you are truly non-existent, like you're here, you know, you're here, but you're not able to do that. So when I was doing that work, I, I felt like I was helping my brother as well. And I think that kind of thing gives me a sense of purpose because it makes me feel fulfilled and it makes me feel like I'm continuing something for something that's personal to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what purpose is, right? Like, and I don't know if, you know, I can have a job. I, I don't know if I can be a lawyer and serve my purpose, you know, like, yes, I need, I do need to have something that, you know, puts me, puts, puts, uh, keeps the lights on, keeps everything straight, but there has to be a time where I'm able just to, 
be so not be so scared or fearful of like losing my house or losing something you know it has to be a time where i'm looking at um you know my job and i'm just like i'm not happy you know and if i'm really not that happy i shouldn't continue to say i'm not happy at some point if i can if i don't make a change i'm just stuck you're you know you're in this ever-ending cycle of sadness bro everything you're saying is i, I promise you there's somebody else listening that it resonates because it, i'm with you like we're at that point where we're also like early to mid-career. Um, you sort of arrived at what your career is going to look like for the most part. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, you can keep being promoted and things like that. But um, this is whatever lane you're probably pursuing. This is probably where you want to you're going to lock in at unless you make a change. And um, unless you're one of those lucky people that are also living like your purpose, your passion, your dream job, et cetera. Like if you figure that out, that's great. And we do know people like that, that they wake up every day and they're like, I said, I was going to be an NFL agent. I'm an NFL agent. This was my dream, right? Like, shout out to Trey, man. yeah, yeah. We, we, I mean, shout out to Trey. We know people like that, right? That, that, that they're living their purpose. They said what they were going to do. They're doing it. But then there's some of us where we're like, it's cool. Like this, 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 it's a living, this is a living. And also, um, the practical realities of it. Like I said, we're in an acquisition stage. Like you're buying a house, you're starting a family, you're buying a car. It's like, is that the right approach? Just trying to balance, balance out the practical realities of life while also holding on to whatever those childhood dreams were. Um, and that's what I struggle with the most. Like in an earlier episode, I talked to you about the show me the money scene and Jerry Maguire. And it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I, when I was a kid, I wanted to be an agent. Like that's what I thought I wanted to do but was that just a childhood dream or is that like, was that my actual dream given to me at an early age? Like, how would I know? Like, um, unless I pursued it, but I, I'm also in the acquisition stage of my life. So am I setting myself up to where I can't pursue it? You know, um, I don't know. It, it, it's a very weird time where you're like, all right, how do you dream new dreams? And, and I think as age, I, I think another question is how do you know that dream is yours, right? Like, I think a lot of times uh, you look at social media and like, for instance, uh, one of our good friends, Brandon Rule, he's a developer, you know? And now I'm seeing, you know, not to say that you shouldn't be inspired by other people. You know, I was inspired to go to law school because you went to law school, mm -hmm. you know? But for instance, I see a lot of people that are like, you know, I wanna be a developer now, or I wanna be this and I wanna be that. And it's not necessarily for the right reasons, right? Like it's for the fame or it's for the, you know, the likes, the uh, idea that, you know, you can make money quickly off of it without yeah. knowing like that Brandon has been doing this developing for over a decade, for over for, a decade for, like for studying, yeah, studying yeah. <laughs> everything for like a decade. Um, I think we have to get to a point where we truly analyze and evaluate whether or not our dreams are our, our, our true aspirations and goals. Or are they being driven by something other than, you know, who we are, right? Like our purpose, our, our, our being, you know, because I think if we get to a point where that's not the case, eventually, right, like it won't be worth it, right? Like you, you'll have all the millions in the world and not, and not enjoy your life. For what? I, think, I mean, I, I think that's, that's spot on. And then other sort of 
if I can piggyback on that, the other my other comment on that would be like, is it just a Western thing that we even try to tie our, our purpose to our work, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think other parts of the world, like your your job is literally to pay the bills and provide and survive, and then you pursue your passions and and things like that in, in other ways. And so, when you think about intentions, I guess at your jobs, what are some things that you are intentionally doing to I guess, motivate or drive your purpose? Honestly, to an extent, I treat my job like an internship where it's just like, this isn't the the, the end game for me, I don't think, right? But I think it's, it's a way for me to gain practical experience and explore ultimately what I'm trying to do. So it's not like, like I saw a quote where they were just like, you know, the journey is a reward, right? And so like, instead of like trying to chase this idea that I need to get to the finish line, it's like just live life, keep going, take my time and, and, and build up my skill set while I figure out ultimately why I'm here. Right. And at the same time, what I'm doing is I'm having conversations with people. I'm figuring out, OK, you're in the IT department. What exactly do you do? Oh, you sit on the board of this organization. Um, what exactly do you do? Who, what causes are you guys uh, caring about? And then I think those sort of exploratory conversations are helping me figure out oh, that interests me, or no, that doesn't interest me at all. Um, and I think I'm kind of using the process of elimination and crossing off stuff that I don't want to do, that I don't care about, um, while also just building on my skill set to be ready for whatever presents itself. Yeah, no, I agree. And like, I guess, what do you, because I, I know you, and I know you've done, like, you've tried uh, writing kids' books and had a, a book club. Um, can you just, like, I know, I kind of know why, but from your perspective, what do you think is so important about trying and failing or trying different things? Why, why do you think it's important to do that? So I was actually watching like a Magic Johnson interview and he was talking about how he failed as a talk show host. Like He failed miserably, but he was saying like, if it wasn't for that opportunity, um, he wouldn't be where he is because um, the preparation that it took to prepare for that talk show helped him with his speech helped him with his writing skills, helped him with, again, helped him with all these skills that ultimately helped him become the the, the business uh, mogul that he is. And so it's not always about the end result, but even with this podcast, if we only get one download, right? Like one, we, we continue to build our friendship and our, our relationship and collab- collaboration. Um, two, it'll make for a good drinking story one day. Um, right? yeah. like, like, um, but then three, um, I'm also honing skills right now, like thinking off the top of my head or um, how I talk, how I come across. I just, I just think there's no downside to exploring and figuring out what makes sense. The only downside is what if you were sitting on something this whole time? You didn't even know. It's like, mm. it's like the, the Bo Jacksons and all those people that are, that, that are good at all these sports. It's like, how, how'd they know? It's because they tried it, right? Like you could be, the fucking shit at racquetball right <laughs> like but if you never play racquetball how are you gonna know and so that's been my mentality um more so as i've gotten older it's like i already hit a lick started with nothing all oh, this is profit mm. so i got i got nothing to lose yeah so i mean what about you uh i would kick that question back to you what are you how are you being intentional um about your finding your purpose and, and things like that I think 
I've been more intentional with my relationships. Like I've been trying to reach out to different people that are in certain fields, right? Like I really do want to get into sports media or marketing or something like that. You know, my ideal job would be like, you know, working at Spring Hill, uh, you know, with LeBron and some of the stuff that they're doing. Cause it's a, it's a blend of sports and movies and, you know, media for that matter. My idea is that if I'm around enough of people that I'm so intertwined in this sector of, uh, you know, professions, it'll make it easier when I want to make a transition to, to something in that realm. So the question I want to ask you is like, to what extent do you let, you know, your friends, your family sort of not dictate, but like weigh in on what your purpose is and like, do you just block out that noise or, or do you, do you take it with a grain of salt? Do you listen or do you just be like, yeah, that's cool, but that's not, that's not what I'm interested in. Cause for the longest we've been calling you Senator Gaines, right? Yeah. Like, so President Gaines, I mean, we think, I mean, you have a tremendous story. We think you'd be incredible in that poli side background. So like, what are your thoughts on that? I guess. I think when you, uh, I guess, look in the mirror, at least for me, there are certain things that I just cannot um, get behind. I guess like you look at politics today and I guess when I worked on Capitol Hill, it kind of changed my perspective in that like there were so many people that went in with good hearts and they came out just, you know, not happy, you know, miserable, or there will be people that, you know, will be yelling at each other, literally yelling on, on, the, on the floor to each other and hate each other, act like they hate each other, but they, they're like roommates, you know, in DC. I think that part just kind of, uh, I guess, turned me off to the idea. But in general, I think it's, like I said, when you look at, look at yourself in the mirror, it's important to understand that you're making these decisions and you're, you know, you're the one, you're the driving force behind everything. Because it goes back to the idea that we spoke about earlier, where, you know, people, that might be that might be my friend's dream for me or they they might think that i would fit great there but i don't think that at least right now right like and don't get me wrong that might be something that you know i'm I, i'm it becomes reignited in me at some point maybe my opinion on politics changes but i think i have to at least be true and honest to myself and understand that like what's for me right now is is not that i mean what you just said is spot on. Um, just because that's the sort of the lane that you want to pursue now doesn't mean that you can't pursue something else later in life. We always have uh, the opportunity to pivot. How much do you think fear plays a role in people not pursuing their purpose or their dreams? It's tricky. I, I think it plays a large part. Um, but then again, sometimes I don't know if it's fear of failure, more so that once you start having kids and a family, right? Like, again, the practical realities of that is like, I have bills, I have kids that I need to feed. Um, how do I, how do I balance that? How do I um, position myself to chase that dream while also still trying to support a family? And so sometimes uh, it can be done. Obviously people do it all the time. People say, you know what, I'm only going to be this thing. And they work other jobs while they pursue that thing. Right. But um, I mean, like the, the most obvious example would be like models and actors, right? They say, I'm here to be a model. I'm going to be a model. And, and while I'm doing that, I'm going to bartend, right? Like, um, but I just think when you start acquiring stuff and you start setting up your life differently, um, fear may be one component, but it's also just the other people are literally 
um, depending on me for their survival. Mm. Yeah, no, and it's it's hard not to, I guess, think about those things when when you're pursuing your dreams or trying to find your purpose, right? Like you have to think about your family. You have to think about how, you know, how, how you're going to make things work, right? You can look at the environment that we're in right now, right? Like gas prices are through the roof. There's all these supply shortages. Um, inflation is out of control. It's like, who, who would truly feel comfortable just switching jobs right now, not knowing mm-hmm. um, what's ahead, right? Because when you start a new job, I would assume like you haven't had a chance to build up that rapport. They don't know you yet. So like, it's a lot easier to fire somebody that they don't know yet. Whereas if you've been in this, a certain role, people know you, they know what you contribute, they know your value. You probably get a sense of job security in that. And so um, fear, fear of failure is definitely one component. Um, but there's all these other practical things that go along with it, like the current environment, for example. And I think that it's easy for us to say like, hey, you should quit your job and follow your dreams and things like that, but it's not practical. And I think it's easy to give that advice to people, but in reality, you know, it's not, it's, it's not that easy and it's very complex just given, you know, how much fear is currently going on, right? Like the shootings that are going on, people are acting out Right. So you don't feel safe. You don't feel like the government, you know, is being led properly. You don't feel like your job is going to, you know, retain you post 2022. So it's hard to, to tell someone, hey, you should uh, you should pursue your dreams. You should just drop everything and do it. I understand that what we're saying is good in theory, but in reality, you know, there are things that you must handle and things, places that you must be. I guess my only advice would be never forget those dreams. You know, the childhood dreams that you spoke about as a kid, never let those die. Because it might be, you know, that that 60 year old man that finally finished, you know, writing that children's book, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's something that he always wanted to do. Or, you know, you always hear about these people that find their careers later in life. So my only advice would be, while you're searching for your purpose, be intentional about your relationships, be intentional about um, the things that you're doing, just to make sure that you're driving towards something and you're living. You're living for a purpose that you have, you know, not yet found, but you're trying. It's so much courage in trying.